0: Welcome back to Good Vibras. What is up? <laughs> I hope you guys are doing well, and I hope you had an amazing week and are enjoying your weekend. Um, I am happy that it's the weekend because this week was crazy. So it's always nice to have the weekends to relax and reset. If you guys tuned into last week's episode, you already know what this episode is going to be about today because I mentioned um, that I was going to do uh, 25 things I've learned so far. Uh my birthday was August 10th this past two tu- yeah this past Tuesday and I mentioned in the last uh podcast episode how whenever it's like the time around my birthday I always take that time to like reflect and just think about like you know what I've gone through who I've become and who do I want to become going forward in the new age and so on so I was like let me do an episode on the 25 things I've learned so far. So that is today's episode and I just want to like put this out there now some of these things I definitely have mastered and some of these things I have not so I am still continuing to learn but when I sat down and generated this list of 25 things I literally was just writing things as soon as I thought of them so it might be a little scattered it might not be a ma- I don't know but either way these are the t- first 25 things that I thought of immediately once I started um, thinking about this so let's jump right into it and I hope you guys enjoy this episode today Alrighty, so the first thing that came to mind when I thought of like what I've learned so far was learning to be present in the moment. Um I always find myself worrying about the future or like the next day, and I I lose sight of being present like in today. Like, okay, what is today gonna bring me? What are the exciting things I'm gonna do today? Instead I'm always thinking of, okay, I have to get this done today and then what am I gonna do tomorrow? How am I gonna prep for Sunday? How am I gonna get ready for the week? Like I'm always thinking of the future, even like, oh my gosh, okay, when am I going to meet the one? When am I going to get married? When am I going to have kids? Like, I'm sure some of you can relate to this as well. Just getting so caught up and worrying about the future, thinking of what I have to get done. And it's almost like I'm just crossing off things off. Listen, I realized, you know, okay, it's all good to have like to-do lists and get things done. But like, are you taking time to sit and just look at nature, observe the trees, observe... You know, the little things around you, simple things, you know, that you could forget about. And it wasn't until recently where I realized, like, I need to stop and breathe, for starters, (laughs) and, like, soak in every moment of each day. You know, I found myself recently looking back at old pictures and, you know, how Snapchat has, like, the memories, like, you know, three years ago. Same thing with Facebook, all platforms for the most part, you know, they remind you of what you've done years ago on this day. And I found myself looking back at old pictures and I was, you know, and I was thinking like, wow, I, I forgot about this. Like, I wish I enjoyed that moment more, you know, so definitely will say learn to be present in the moment because life will pass you by like life goes by so quickly. Like the days are just flying by. And if you don't take the time to be present in the moment, you, you know, you're going to look back and think, like, dang, like, I wish I enjoyed those moments more. So definitely learning to be present in the moment is something big that I have learned and I'm continuing to learn. This one is a big one. Stop worrying about things that are out of your control. (laughs) For the longest time, I let fear take over my life. And again, I guess this kind of sinks in with uh, the first one, you know, I was just anxious about the future and where I was heading and like always constantly trying to plan and be ahead of the game. And I realized like, you, you know, you just waste so much time and energy when you worry. I, you know, I finally have learned to let go and just to understand that whatever is going to happen is going to happen anyway. So, like, why am I wasting time worrying? You know, I could be doing so many other things. I can be, you know, like I said, enjoying the present moment or planning goals for myself or setting, uh, setting goals for myself or planning things for myself to do, you know, instead of worrying about, oh, my gosh, but, like, what if this doesn't work out? What if that? And it's like, um, girlfriend, homie, it's going to work out like there's no need to worry about things that are out of your control as long as you're doing your part you don't have to worry about anything you know like everything will be taken care of like god already has everything preset for us so as long as you trust the process and have faith you know you can minimize your worrying because realistically whatever's going to happen is going to happen right so the important thing is doing your part and everything else is going to work out how it's supposed to thing I've learned finally is learning when to say no um and this I would say within this year I really understood how important this is you know I always and most people who know me will know I always say oh I feel bad I feel bad and I've had people tell me stop feeling bad why do you feel bad and I'm just like oh well you know because whatever whatever and it's like no don't feel bad you know this I would do this with friendships relationships work you know etc like I would just always feel bad or felt like oh I have to like it's just you know the right thing to do always do the right thing but also set boundaries like learn when to say no you know because people took advantage of that and people do take advantage of that and in the end it left me feeling drained emotionally mentally physically and then finally I realized it's okay to say no for my mental health and for yours as well you know you're not here to please anyone or to live for other people You're here to take care of you, to be the best version of yourself, to be who God wants you to be. And worrying about what other people are going to say or how they're going to feel is not what it's about, you know, because people who love you and respect you are going to respect you and understand, you know, when you do have those moments, when you say, hey, like, I'm just not up for it today. I'm so sorry. I need to take time for myself. Or no, I'm sorry. I can't do this because I've dedicated myself to sticking to these goals. That would throw me off my path. Or whatever the case is, no. Even in, you know, relationships, set boundaries. Don't let a man force you or a woman force you to do something you don't want to do. That is something that took me a, a bit to learn because, again, I ha- that was my personality. Like, oh, I just feel bad. Like, I don't want them to be upset. No. Don't let anyone disrespect you. Disrespect you. Me, tongue-tied here. <laughs> don't let anyone disrespect you or make you feel bad or gaslight you. You know, stick up for yourself. Learn when to say no and set boundaries because your mental health, is important it matters you matter so definitely this is a big lesson that I've learned and I'm still mastering it but I've gotten so much better because I used to be the people pleaser I care too much about how other people feel and wasn't taking care of myself so definitely a good one that I have gotten so much better at and definitely one that we all should strive to work on and this ties in with my fourth one valuing your feelings and respecting yourself you know, and as I said before, you know, a negative trait, I finally have gotten rid of, you know, is downplaying my emotions and feelings. And this definitely stemmed from my past relationships. You know, there were guys that I dated that they didn't really respect or care about what I had to say. And it led me to hold back, you know, I used to be very like, open and vocal and expressive and if something bothered me I would stand up for myself and it wasn't until these relationships where it started it started getting exhausting and I just felt like it didn't matter what I had to say or how I felt and it caused me to hold back and that's also not a good thing either because I see how it affected me in my um in the last few years you know where I still felt like God doesn't matter like what I have to say like it is what it is and it's like no you know your feelings matter you know despite what people may say like I had a lot of people gaslight how I felt and I'm like no like and I'd be like oh yeah maybe they're right no you know yourself better than anyone else if you feel some type of way it's because you should feel some type of way because it's bothering you you know and don't let someone gaslight you or make you think like you're wrong. No. Value your feelings. If something's bothering you, you tell that person. Stick up for yourself. It's so important to acknowledge how you feel. You know, when you harbor feelings and don't acknowledge them, it comes out in different ways. And I definitely have seen that in my life. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm important just as much as other feelings. Other people's feelings are important. My feelings are important, too. So value your feelings and respect yourself. You know, don't let anyone play with your feelings. Don't let anyone make you feel like you're wrong for how you're feeling because more than likely you're not wrong. There's a reason why we feel what we do. Whether, like, you know, some things trigger us. So find the trigger and address the situation. And then if someone doesn't want to respect you after that point, then you know to cut them off. But just value your feelings, respect yourself, let yourself feel your emotions and work through them. And don't ever think that how you're feeling is wrong. Because most likely it's not, you know, we're all human. We all know right from wrong. But if someone hurts your feelings or something bothers you, don't let anyone hold you back from expressing those feelings. Because like I say, you know, people who care about you and love you and support you are going to respect you because no one's perfect. We make mistakes. But as long as you can communicate with that person, that's that's the best thing, you know. So always value your feelings, respect yourself, and remove yourself from People and places, situations that aren't going to serve you or accept you. My fifth one is taking time for yourself, disconnecting. This is something that I've actually been working on the last few weeks. Um, I like to keep myself very busy and constantly on the move, constantly doing things. And it definitely catches up to you and it leaves you feeling super exhausted in every way possible. And I finally am learning the importance of disconnecting from my phone, from anything, and just truly taking time for myself. I've gotten back into journaling now, which has helped so much when it comes to my emotions. And I've been um, working on just staying in my journals. Like I have a meal prep journal and I have a daily to-do journal where I list out like my schedule for the day, tasks that I'm going to accomplish... Um, top priorities for the day, my goals, weekly reviews, just stuff to keep me grounded and have me focus and strive for, you know, the goals that I'm trying to reach and taking time to read. Also, um, I'll go into these a little bit more as we go on, but taking time for yourself is so important. You know, ask yourself, what is it that brings me happiness? What makes me feel peaceful? What makes me feel excited? You know, whether it's going for walks or going to the gym or reading a book Whatever it is, sometimes just disconnect from the phone, disconnect from social, just kind of like, even if you can give yourself an hour to be away from your phone and just take time for you, it's so important. You know, go for a walk, step into nature, any of those things, like just ask yourself what makes you happy, what makes you feel at peace, whether it's a bubble bath or whatever, you know, ask yourself, make a list and make sure that every day you are taking time for yourself and disconnecting because this is how we recharge and bounce into the world and you know just have that healthy balance in life so definitely take time for yourself and disconnect because it's healthy we need to recharge next one i have is spending time with your family and friends and i always knew this was important but i really realized the importance of this once i moved to florida and got settled in um within the first few months you know i was born and raised in jersey and at 24 i left and came to florida and you know i realized like wow like you know of course i miss my family my friends i miss that time with them and you know my people are still there but it's different you know over the phone versus in person and you know of course i'm making friends here and i'm still getting settled in because i moved here uh back in october so it's, it hasn't even been a year yet it'll almost be a year though which is crazy but you know with the pandemic and everything going on it's been a little challenging to make friends um but I am I'm meeting people here and I love it I'm a very outgoing I'm an extrovert like I love meeting new people and stuff like that so this is like one of the things that like I'm still trying to like adjust to down here is just establishing my new life but you know really spending time with my family and friends I realize you know how important that is like you do need to take time for yourself and disconnect but also don't isolate yourself you know your family you know it's so important to stay connected with them You know, I miss my parents and my brother so much. And, you know, sometimes I'm not the best with, like, phone calls because I get so busy or whatever. I'm tired. But every time I talk to my family, I feel, like, refreshed and I feel happy and excited, you know, because truthfully, you know, family is important. You know, they're always there for you. My cousins, um, you know, we stay in touch for the most part. Like, our girls have a group chat. And my guy cousins, like, I stay in touch with as well. Um, You know, community is important. And... Family is always going to be there for you for the most part. I know some situations are different, but same thing with friends, you know, even though I don't see some of my close friends anymore, like as much as I used to, because I'm in a different state, you know, we all stay in touch, text, FaceTime, you know, the best we can, because, you know, we're all busy and we have our own lives, but, you know, having your friends is important too, instead of isolating yourself or whatever the case is, you know, make time for your friends and spend time with your friends because, You know, your homie's always going to be there for you, too, for the most part. And, you know, go out and do fun things and just surround yourself with a good community. It makes you feel better. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people, you know, aren't blessed to either have those relationships with their parents or siblings or even friends, too. So wherever you can find a, a solid community that, you know, will be there for you, find that, you know, it's important to have those people in your life. My seventh one is a big one. If you're not happy, make adjustments. So... I used to be the culprit of this. I'd be like, oh, I'm not happy. like, uh, And I would dig myself in a hole. And then I finally realized, okay, I'm in charge of my happiness. Why am I doing this whole woe is me? Like, if I'm not happy, I got to make adjustments. And I've done that throughout the you know the last few years. Like, if something is not making you happy, remove it. If you know something that will make you happy, add it to your life. It's really that simple. And I feel like some of us don't really... Get how simple it is. Like, we choose to just like torture ourselves almost, and it's like no. Like, if you're not happy, make adjustments if your life in your life. If there are certain goals you want to establish, make the adjustments in in your life to get you know achieve those goals that are going to make you happy. It really is that simple. So, you know, I encourage you guys to just kind of like take a moment and write down a list of things that make you happy or things that are making you happy, and start getting rid of that stuff. You know, it it really is that simple. Because your happiness is so important to living a happy and healthy life. So this is a big one. My eighth one is listening to your body. And I truly did not understand this until this year when I was diagnosed with lupus back in March. You know, your body literally will tell you when something is wrong. And it's your job to pay attention to those signs. You know, I mentioned in my lupus uh, podcast episode where... I was getting like symptoms for months and I just kind of kept like pushing it off I was like it's fine like I'll be fine and things gradually got worse and long and behold found that I had lupus right and I realized wow like I was ignoring like my body was crying for help and I was just like it's fine it'll be fine and I tried to fix it and no I really needed to seek professional help in this situation so listen to your body you know if your body is, you know, you eat something and you don't feel good after, listen to your body because your body's telling you, hey, I don't like this. This isn't good for me. You know, same thing with the people you hang out with. If your body, and you know, I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, you could be in a group of people, a crowd of people, or with a group of people, and you feel, it's almost like your body's, like, rejecting wanting to be in these people's presence. Listen to your body. Your body literally speaks to you. Your body tells you things. So pay attention to... You know what your body is trying to tell you you know take time to nourish it make time for your health you know feed your body good things um read more you know feed your mind good things everything goes hand in hand like your mind and your gut are connected so listen to your body because this is your temple this is your home this is where you live so you know don't don't torture it don't feed it bad things you know like take care of yourself my ninth one is meditating and being still. I'm gonna tell you right now, this is one that I've learned how important it is, but I'm still working on this because I, for some reason, have a hard time being still and meditating is not that easy for me because my brain is always generating thoughts, always to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, can you shut up brain? Like, on overload and i find myself you know when i'm meditating or whatever like i will drift off and think of something else so i am still working on this any recommendations you all have please let me know because i really want to get better at meditating but i also do know how important this is and to be still because you know when your emotions are on overload or your brain's on overload like you can really set yourself into like an anxious state or a panic you know, have a panic attack and it's, it's not good. So I encourage meditating and being still because kind of like take like a five minute break, just like be quiet and just rest and just listen to the sounds around you or go on YouTube and put on a meditation um, video and just lay down and just kind of relax for a little bit. I do believe this takes time, the whole meditation process. And it is beneficial though. Like it, it, excuse me, it takes time, but it is Super beneficial. So I'm working on this, but this is definitely something that I've learned that I need to incorporate more in my life because it could be life-changing. My 10th one is reading and listening to podcasts. And I have spoken about this before in my previous podcast, but feeding your soul is so important. And I mentioned this before, but this one specifically is in regards to reading and podcasts. So I'm getting much better at this. Um, again, this goes back to just taking time for yourself. Reading is so important. I have so many self help books and I read the Bible and tracks from my church and they help so much. Like sometimes, you know, I've noticed I could be scrolling on social media for hours and I'm like, I'm wasting so much time. Like, why don't I fill my brain with good stuff? And reading always makes me feel better and just like a way to escape and just kind of like feed my brain, you know, positive positive things and just you know, reading motivates me too. It helps me want to be a better person, especially when I read the bible and stuff i'm like oh i want to yes like this is the person i want to be i want to connect more with god and i feel the difference when i'm connected to him and when i'm not so reading is super important whether it's reading you know spiritual things or self-help books or comic books or you know fiction books whatever it is just whatever makes you happy makes you feel good definitely read because it's good you need to fill your mind with positive things sometimes social media can just be too much So I highly encourage reading. And if you're not much of a reader, listen to podcasts or audiobooks. Podcasts, honestly, I love podcasts. Like, I listen to a bunch of other podcasts, too. And I feel like podcasts have been the game changer because you could literally listen to an episode on the way to work, on a long drive. And don't get me wrong, I love jamming to music. But sometimes I just want to, like, listen to something encouraging or motivating. And that's what the podcasts are for. Like, if you're not much of a reader, listen to podcasts because I'm telling you like these are just as powerful as well um feeding your soul is super super important and you don't realize you know when you listen to like a lot of this like you know the music a lot of it's kind of garbage I mean honestly you're it's like going into your subconscious and it's gonna have you think a certain way so when you feed your mind with you know reading good things or listening to motivating inspiring podcasts it's gonna want you to change certain things it's going to motivate you to want to strive for certain goals and this is the truth like there are some good podcasts um that i've tuned into i think you type in like motivational podcasts and they're like snippets like of different speakers and they've literally made one episode on it and it's like different clips and it's like motivating and inspiring stuff and it's so nice because they put like that music that gets you going and pumped and it just motivates you. And I'm like, wow, if I would have listened to a song versus this, like my res- the way I would have felt after this would have been so different. Like, At least I spent 10 minutes listening to something to motivate me versus just listening to a song but getting lost in my head or whatever the case is, my thoughts. So highly encourage reading and listening to audiobooks or podcasts because they are super helpful. Again, feed your soul because this is so crucial. My 11th one is a big one that I am still working on, but I've definitely come a long way. Um, Learning to trust in God and not self and learning to let go. (laughs) Um, I mentioned earlier, I don't know if I did mention this earlier, but I'm the type of person that likes to like control things um, in the sense where I like to have as much control as I can over my life because I want to make sure everything goes right. And throughout the years, I've realized that's not how life is. (laughs) You know, God's going to give the best that I need. You know, he's going to give me what he knows will help me become the best version of myself. And most of the time, I'm not saying that, like, I don't want what's best for myself. But sometimes our choices aren't always the best ones, you know. He ultimately ultimately knows what's best. So I've been learning, you know, I have to not trust myself. And I really have to trust in God. And, like, if I'm going through a hard time, I can't try to find a million different solutions. I can do what I feel will be best, but ultimately God knows what's best for me, so that includes prayer and all of that, but also learning to let go, you know, there's many situations that I have been in, where I'm like, I don't want to let it go, like, I want to try to fix it, or I want to try to fix them, or, you know, that's in the romantic sense, but a lot of situations that I have a hard time letting go of, especially if something doesn't go my way, I'm like, no, but it has to go my way, like, I can fix it, like, I can do this, and I've learned, girl, you gotta let it go, because it's just not meant to be or it's not what God wants for you. So this is a lesson that I have learned and I'm continuing, continuing to learn on a daily basis. Um, is to just trust God and not, not self. Learn to let go and listen to your intuition. My 12th one is standing up for yourself. Um, I've been in many situations where I let people walk all over me or like I mentioned earlier, let people gaslight me and make me feel like how I felt was wrong. And I was in a situation um, actually a a few months ago where I was dating this guy and my intuition kept telling me like, this isn't for you. This isn't for you. And things were going great. Like there was nothing really crazy about it, but there were some things that I noticed I didn't want for myself. And I kind of kept like brushing it off because I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'm just like overthinking and that person kind of did gaslight a little bit and I reached a point where I was like, wait a second. No, 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 I know better. I've been in these situations before. Absolutely not. How I'm feeling is so valid. The things I want, I deserve it. And just because this person can't give it to me doesn't mean I have to stay in this situation. So I, for once, stood up for myself before I got myself into a really deep situation where it would have been harder. I stood up for myself and I basically told the person... Hey, you know, this is how I'm feeling. And they really did try to make me feel like I was wrong for feeling how I felt. And I was like, no. I was like, I respect what you're saying. But I also am going to respect myself. And this is how I feel. And this is what I am looking for. And it's okay if you can't give me those things. But I'm going to remove myself from this situation. Because I am going to stand up for myself and respect myself. And I felt so empowered after that. you know, And it was the best choice I made. It really was and i was like good job brie like you did it girl you stood up for yourself so stand up for yourself always you know don't let people walk all over you and like i said earlier like you know your feelings matter value your feelings and stand up for yourself because you know you're your best friend you have to be there for yourself you are super important this right here is another important one um i've been working on this for years but Even more so within this past year, I've really understood the importance of this. Um, Loving yourself, romanticizing your life. This, and I think, unless this is just my for you page, but I've been seeing a lot of um, things on TikTok that are talking about like romanticizing your life, uh, that guy routine, that girl routine. And if those of you know what that is, you know how these people are posting like daily vlogs, of what they're doing, you know, routines that they're setting for themselves, you know, what they do on a daily basis to focus on them and not let any distractions get in the way. And this, I love that this is a trend because this is so important. You know, learning to love yourselves and romanticize your life. Do what's best for you, establish routines. Like I mentioned earlier, I have this um two journals that I'm committed to writing in every day. Actually, through well, no, I think I got four. <laughs> I'm crazy. Okay, so. One thing that i've changed in my life recently was uh journals, so I have a meal prep journal where I prep my meals and write down what i 'm going to eat a day the day before because I know how much I love bad food and my body cannot afford bad food anymore, and I want to be healthy I want to take care of myself i don't I want to see if I could try to get my lupus into remission right so I have a meal prep journal I also have a journal planner type thing. And it's um, like a daily to-do list. So it talks about like my goals for the week. Then it talks about my goals for the day, top priorities for the day, any notes or ideas I have. It does a schedule outline, so like hourly. And then on the side it has like tasks um, that I need to get done for that day and then reviewing my day. Then I have another little journal and it's writing my intentions and reflections. So I start my day writing down my goals for the day what I'm looking forward to, my mood, like how I'm feeling, and what can I do to be my best self. And then I end the day with what brought me joy today, what am I grateful for, what mood am I in, what mood am I in, and what did I do well today. And then (laughs) I have a fourth journal, but this is on my computer. And I guess like a diary almost, but I, um, I write in this because I'm a very emotional person and sometimes I feel too much and I just need to like write it out because I know it'll help me not be emotionally impulsive and it'll just help me like process my own thoughts and be like okay what's going on Brie so yes I have four (laughs) and these are four books that I have created a habit of just like committing to writing in them and I feel so good and then I feel off when I miss a day so um yeah romanticize your life establish routines I have routines that I'm setting you know setting for myself i am setting goals for my fitness life because i had to take a step back because of my health so and it makes me feel good like it makes me look forward to my day that's what the whole romanticizing your life is about like you know romanticize waking up in the morning your routine taking yourself out to eat you know i made myself a cup of coffee Mm, this is yummy i don't like coffee but a lot of people like coffee and that's like a big thing for them so just romanticize your life love yourself make the best out of every moment be excited every day you know that's that's what romanticizing your life is it's doing things that make you happy that are helping you work towards your best your best self and you're not relying on anyone for your happiness like create your own happiness because you are your best friend and at the end of the day all you have is you your mind your thoughts so you want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and enjoying life No matter what's going to happen in your outside world and in the environment, that you still will remain, foundation you know, foundationed and stable. My fourteenth one is spending time in nature. This is a really big one. Um, for me personally, I feel like I'm connected to God when I'm in nature. There's just something about being outside and just soaking in the air and the sun, just taking it all in. That is so healing. I um. I mentioned before how, you know, I moved to Florida for that very reason. I just wanted to be in like the sunshine state, you know, it's always sunny, it's warm, you know, I can go out to the beach whenever I want, any time of the month and not freeze. (laughs) And um, I love the beach, you know, I feel God's presence there. I just love being outside. I I feel calm. I feel peaceful. And I'm a very outdoorsy person. I like to go on adventures and do outdoorsy stuff. So, (laughs) um, I encourage, you know, spending time in nature, go for walks, go for runs, ride a bike, start rollerblading, go fishing, go swimming, whatever it is, just take time to be in nature, even if it's like 15 minutes or 10 minutes or five minutes, you know, like reset yourself. This is a great way to just kind of like reconnect to the earth and just realize like, you know, there's so much beauty around us and we can get so caught up in our day to day life. And it's like, take a breath, you know, look at what's around you, look at the trees, look at the blue sky, look at the clouds, look at the rain, Look at the lightning, you know, whatever it is, just take time to be in nature because it's super healing. My 15th one is making God a priority in your life. And um, most people that I connect with on Instagram are religious. Some are not, but whatever this means to you, you know, making God a priority in your life or making your spiritual life a priority, whatever it is, I will say for me personally, this is a game changer because I feel like nothing in my life goes as planned and feels kind of unstable when I'm not making God a priority in my life. And then when I do, I notice how things always feel more peaceful, more calm, like there's a solution to everything. So making this a priority is a big lesson that I've learned throughout throughout the years. And especially this year, being on my own and alone, I realized how important it is to have God in my life, you know, because then I don't feel alone. And I have, you know, so much love from him and he's there for me and he's helping me and he's providing for me. And, you know, I feel better and at peace when I'm connected to him and making him a priority in my life. And I'm still working on that because I usually get distracted. So this is something that is still in the works. But I can honestly say I can feel the difference when my life, when he is a priority in my life and when he's not. And that's why I think this is something important to share as something that I'm learning, because this is a game changer. It really is. So I encourage you guys, if you're involved in a church, or maybe you fall back on church, get back into church, you know, get back into reading, making God a priority in your life. Because once you start, it's like you can't stop. And when you're very in routine with it and dedicated to making God a priority, you feel so much better. My 16th thing is community, you know, your environment, who you surround yourself with. This is a big thing. You know, you've heard those quotes where they're like, show me who your friends are and I'll I'll tell you who you are. This is very true. You know, your environment is really going to impact how you go about your day-to-day life. I've realized that throughout the years. You know, sometimes you could be around a certain group of people and you're just like, I don't think I vibe with this. Like, I just don't feel, I don't feel like this is where I want to be. And that's okay. You know, your environment is key, who you surround yourself with, your community. You want to make sure you're with people who are uplifting you, supporting you, um, wanting the best for you, and wanting you to be the best version of yourself. People who make you feel good, who make you happy, who make you laugh. You know, these things are important to have in your life. So, and I've learned that because without my friends or my family, like I'd be lonely. I I I wouldn't be happy. You know, they community is so important. It's not good to isolate definitely have a strong community because it's it's important you know it it's awesome it's awesome to have people you can go to to laugh with and connect with or you know people where you're like I feel crappy today like I need a friend to talk to so make sure that your environment is bringing all that positive energy and good vibras into your life because it is game-changing this is important you need people who are there for you and on your team 17 (laughs) and I laugh because well it's don't let pride get in the way and for people who know me well know that I can be prideful and in the sense of I don't want help I won't ask for help I got it don't worry I'll figure it out I got it I don't like to bother people and that's pride like and I guess this could also tie in with okay I like I get pride I let pride get in the way but I've learned that it's okay to ask for help. And this is something that I learned recently because I've been going through a lot of things in my life and it's funny cuz my parents especially my dad he'll be like, "Bro, why don't you tell us these things like we're here for you like he's like stop letting pride get in the way (laughs) and he's right and I'm like yeah you're right I'm like you know me like I just want to figure things out on my own like I got this I don't want to bother anyone but that's not okay like don't let pride get in the way I've also done this in relationships too you know I let pride get in the way with some not all (laughs) but um I've learned that this is not it's not okay to do you know let people help you People who you know, who tell you, hey, I'm here for you, believe them when they say that. And, you know, some people may say it and they're really not. And then you move on from that. But if someone's like, hey, I'm there for you. Hey, if you're going through something, talk to me. You know, go to those people. Because I've been the person to just be like, nah, I know they say it, but they don't mean it. Because I did experience situations where people said it and didn't mean it. But that doesn't mean that everyone's going to be like that. And... Honestly, I probably made things a lot harder for myself because I was like, I got this when I needed my people. So that ties in with the community as well. But don't let pride get in the way is the lesson to take away from here and to let others help you. Ask for help, it's okay. (laughs) You know, you, you can't do everything on your own and I've learned that. So take that lesson from this. My 18th lesson that has definitely been a hard one for me is learning that people come and go and that's okay. Um, throughout my life I've gone through um, a lot of friendships I still have some friends that I've been friends with for years but this was hard for me because and I guess that ties in with me having a hard time letting go too you know I I'm never really on bad terms with anyone ever like if someone and I are on bad terms it's like very rare because I always try to like find a solution and just fix it but I have lost uh friends and and it wasn't necessarily like in a bad way it was just you know People come and go, you know, people come for some seasons to teach you things. And then they're, you know, they've served their purpose and they move on. You know, we outgrow people and that's okay. That's part of life. And when I've learned that I have to look at situations like, okay, if I meet people and all of a sudden they leave for whatever reason, I can't be like, why people always leave? Like, it's not fair. No, they served their time and their purpose. And God said, okay, we're moving on to the next level of your life, the next stage of your life. And once I finally realized this, I was able to handle these situations differently because I was always holding on to these things. And I'm like, but why did they leave? And it's like, hey, they left because they taught you things, you taught them things, and now it's time to go to the next stage of your life, you know, where they can't be in that stage of your life. So always remember that. People come and go, but it's okay. It is totally okay. This is part of life. You're going to meet people that are going to teach you things. And you're going to meet people that are going to stay there forever. So changing your mindset. This is my 19th one. Um, You know, how you view life. When you change your mindset and focus on your mental health and changing how you view things, instead of everything being all negative and whatever, when you make it a point to, okay, I want to be more positive. I want to see the good in life. I want to, you know... Find the positives in each day. Ask myself what I'm grateful for each day. You know, you're not being naive or blind. You're just saying, hey, this life is crazy. A lot of things are happening. But let me not forget that there's blessings in each and every day. When you change your mindset, it changes how you view life. And I'm telling you, you just attract good things. It's really that simple, just constant routine of, you know, like the positive affirmations. You know, what am I grateful for today? There's something good in every day. I don't care what anyone says because there is. And unless you want to be miserable, then that's on you. But if you choose to stay positive despite what's going on, believe me, it is a game changer in how you view life. You realize life is not as stressful as you make it. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, life is great. I'm not seeing anything bad. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you know, I used to, when I was younger, just always be negative and petty and just Ugh, life is hard. And, you know, sometimes I have those thoughts with certain things. But now in my adulthood, like, I've realized, you know, there are good things in every day. There are blessings, hidden blessings in every day. But it's up to me. You know, am I going to acknowledge it? If not, then, yeah, I'm going to be a miserable person. But who wants to be around a miserable person? I don't. And I know you don't. So changing your mindset will change how you view life. Really take time every day to ask yourself what you're grateful for, what good things happened today, because I'm telling you, there is something good in every day. Be a light in this dark world is my 20th one. And this is something that I've always strived to do since I was a little girl. You know, I always felt like I was called to this earth to serve others and to be a light into other people, to make a difference. And you know, I smile because in my adulthood, like I'm still doing that. And that's something that I've always stayed committed to, and true to is, you know, being a light in this dark world, the, the best I can be, you know, like, I'm not perfect. I'm not always like, yeah, everything's great, you know, but I know that because of people that I've spoken to, you know, like, they enjoy being around me, they they feel a different energy, they feel positivity, they feel better. And that's what I want. And it's all glory to God. Because, You know, I know that he makes me feel these things and I know that he's blessing my life. And even during like the bumps in the road in my life or the certain chaotic things that I experienced, like he's still there and I still can see the good in these things. You know, like when I got diagnosed with lupus, for example, um, for a while I was, you know, I cried a lot and I was like, why me? Like this really stinks. Like my whole life has changed. Like I can't do things how I used to. And it took a bit, you know, for me to actually take a step back and realize, like, you know what? Like, it happened for a reason. And God knows that I'm apparently strong to handle this. He knows that I will be okay. And who knows? Maybe he wants to use it to heal others or to help others or to save others, whatever the case is. So I take my struggles and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be a light in this world regardless. I want to show people, like everything's going to be okay no matter what you go through no no matter what life throws your way like it's not the end of the world it's going to be okay and you can help people through your trials you can help people you know overcome things they're dealing with because they can relate to you you know so be a light in this world this world is dark it's it's rough out here in these streets it's bad you know but That doesn't mean we have to let it consume us. You know, we can make that difference. We can be a light and help others, you know, give them hope, make them enjoy life again and let them realize like, hey, like life is so good. Like you got this, like be your best self. You know, God loves you. I love you. Like it's going to be okay. Like, you know, so be a light in this dark world because a lot of people need it. My 21, my 20, I almost said 21th. That's not even, no, my 21st one, I guess. Is anyway, it's um just you know trusting the process of life. You know life is not always going to go as we planned. Um, that is something I've learned repeatedly because I always like to take control of my life and try to plan things, and they never worked out all those things how I wanted them to. Um, but I've learned to let go and trust the process. You know, all curveballs in life are meant to take us where we're supposed to be. know like I mentioned before the whole lupus thing like instead of it knocking me down I realized okay there's a purpose behind this you know me failing out of my RN program and becoming an LPN there was a reason for that and now look where I am thriving in Florida as an LPN I have a great job I get paid well and yes I do plan on going back for my RN but the point is like you know I still accomplished the goals I wanted to it was just a different path so Just trust the process, you know, and always remember any trial you're going through instead of like, oh, I'm going to be defeated or oh, why me? Like, say, okay, this is happening for whatever reason, but I'm going to trust it because I'm going to get out of this. You're not going to stay stuck in that situation forever. Now, there's a reason. It's taking you to where you're supposed to be. There are hidden designs behind the curveballs. My 22nd one is to stay true to you and your values and don't change for anyone. You know, ask yourself who you are, who do you want to be? What do you believe you deserve and so on and stick to that. Don't let anyone change, you know, all those things that you believe about yourself that you believe in in general. Don't because when you do, you're going to attract the people that do not belong in your life. And this is something that I've learned the hard way. I finally realized, you know, if I stay true to me and my values, I'm going to be surrounded by people that are supposed to be in my life i'm gonna naturally attract those people so stay true to you guys and your values and what you believe in don't compromise who you are for nothing for nobody nada number 23 is being open to love and don't let your heart get hardened and this is something that unfortunately i am still working on (laughs) um definitely have come a long way though. I was very much bitter when it came to love in the romantic sense. And finally, (laughs) I am not that bitter or hardened, but I still struggle with certain things because, you know, I still have some scars, but I'm working through those. And I definitely am more open to love than I've ever been before. And I give people opportunities and I allow myself to just have an opportunity and just, you know, get to know someone and that's how you figure out what you like and what you don't like. And you just never know what can come out of a situation, you know. So be open to love. You know, I heard someone say, you know, they're not sure if true love exists. And it broke my heart because, I mean, I used to believe that too. And although I still struggle sh- struggle, <laughs> struggle, with wondering if I'll find, you know, my true love or whatever. Um, I was like, no, true love does exist. Love does exist. And unfortunately, we live in a society where toxic love is normalized and a lot of people are broken and unfortunately it's harder to find love 100 percent. but don't doubt that you won't find it when you take time to heal yourself and to be the best version of yourself and do all these things that i've been you know covering in this episode you're going to attract what god wants for you you will have true love so don't let your heart get hardened don't be bitter guard your heart though you know don't put yourself in situations you shouldn't be in because you're going to hurt yourself but trust that you will find true love and you will know they say you will know although I have not experienced that yet I do know that when I meet my person I won't feel anxious I won't feel stressed or confused I will feel calm happy and safe that I do know so be open to love because it exists twenty-four. Move out of your hometown. Let me tell you, y'all need to move out of your hometown. If you haven't already, <laughs> moving to Florida has been the best thing I ever did for myself. And don't get me wrong, I miss my family and friends. But what I mean by this is, when you take yourself out of a familiar environment, step out of your comfort zone, you grow so much. I have grown so much since I moved here in October and now we're in August. I've grown so much. I've experienced so many things that have been you know, amazing and things that haven't been. But the point is like, I've grown so much and I'm enjoying life. I'm learning how to romanticize my life. I'm learning how to love myself. I'm learning my likes and my dislikes, things I enjoy, things I don't enjoy, I'm thinking about my future. What do I want for my future? Where do I see myself the next five years? Am I going to get married? Am I going to have kids? Whatever it is, like, I'm excited for life. And when you stay in your hometown, you're kind of like sheltered. And you can get you you might I don't know, you think that like, that's all there is to life. But there isn't when you travel when you step out of your hometown and just explore the world, you realize how big the world is. And it just gets you excited. It makes you want to accomplish so many things. And set so many goals for yourself and just enjoy life like there is more to life than your little town trust me not saying you can't stay in your hometown because some people do like that but i encourage you guys to move out of your hometown and take a risk and kind of just step out of your comfort zone and explore new things because i'm telling you like not only are you going to meet a bunch of new people with different mindsets but you're also going to grow yourself and it's just an exciting feeling like i don't know like when i talk to people about like my journey in florida They're like, you could tell you're so happy and excited despite, like, everything you've been going through. I'm like, I know because it's true. Like, despite all the curveballs, you know, I love living here. Like, I love Florida so much. And Florida feels like home to me. So I definitely encourage you guys to move out of your hometown. If you're, like, on the fence about it, just do it. I'm telling you, best decision you ever make. Yes, you'll feel lonely at times and things will kind of feel off. But that's because it's unfamiliar. But you want to step out of your comfort zone and take a risk because that's just, that's how you grow. That's how, it's part of life, you know? And you won't regret it, I'm telling you. And my last thing that I have learned and I'm still learning is to not be hard on yourself and to grow from your mistakes. I am not going to sit here and pretend like I am perfect because I am not. And I've made that very clear in previous episodes too. You know, I have made a lot of mistakes in life and I used to hold myself like hostage. I don't know, to like my mistakes. I like, gotta be like beating myself up mentally. Like, look at you. Like, why did you do this? You're a terrible person. Like, just really beating myself self up verbally and being hard on myself. And I realized, uh, no, like, really love yourself. Like, acknowledge your mistakes, but don't be hard on yourself. Learn from your mistakes, grow from them, and, you know, be accountable. Be like, okay that's not cool or i don't like how this made me feel i'm going to be better you know we're all growing we're all healing from things you know don't be hard on yourself like it's already tough out here you know be gentle with yourself and just take care of you love you and just always strive to be the best version of yourself so those are the 25 things that i've learned so far and that i'm continuing to learn um i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and can take away a lot of good things from this um I definitely being able to go through this list just like I'm like wow, Bree, like you're learning a lot in life. Like you got this. And I say the same thing to you guys too, you know. You guys got this and don't give up and just continue to strive and be the best version of yourself and you know, take time for you, stand up for yourself, romanticize your life, listen to your body, you know, stop worrying about things that are out of control, out of your control. Learn when to say no, you know, be open-minded. Be, you know, just enjoy life. Enjoy life, guys, and, you know, make the things that are important to you a priority. Just focus on making your environment the most positive, healthiest environment it can be, and surround yourself with that good community, those people that love you and support you. And I'm telling you, like, don't sweat the small stuff. Like, honestly, this is all these things that I've learned. I would tell my younger self all of these things, like, listen, girl don't stress don't worry about things like just focus on you don't sweat the small stuff surround yourself with good people and so on like life is what we make it and I know I always try I always you know would always try to make my life harder than it had to be for I don't know what reason and growing up I'm realizing like uh no girl that's not what it's about (laughs) life's already hard don't make it harder for yourself so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for the next episode coming out soon that will be a and a love you guys and i hope you guys have an amazing weekend and a great start to your week sending those good vibras your way and yeah keep striving to be the best version of yourself bye guys